everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. It's your host, Morgan Gust, and this is That's All Pod. I'm coming at you guys from my new house, okay? I am on my couch in my new living room, petting my roommate's dog, all cuddled up. We are loving life, okay? Things are fabulous. I caught up with you guys a lot last week about my last year and things. Um, and I feel like we just, you know, have some like weekly catch ups to do and then we can chat about my ins and outs for 2024. I've been seeing this trend a lot and I feel like it's absolutely necessary for me to put my two cents in and give you guys my ins and outs for 2024 and things I will be taking into this new year and things I will not be. Um, and I didn't want to do like a whole episode on like goal setting and vision boards and stuff because the last two years I've done that and I feel like it's probably what everyone is doing this time of year so gonna try and freshen it up give it a little bit of a new twist um, but still gonna talk about you know what's going on so let's get into it so as much as I caught you guys up on my life over the last six months I also did not tell you about my love life, my dating life. And I feel like that is a necessity. I'm feeling a little more um, confident about talking about things like that. And I don't really give a fuck anymore. So I just need to, I need to give you guys the update. Basically, my love life was non-existent in 2023. <laughs> um, last we talked, I probably, I had like been on a date. I went on a date with a guy I went on a couple dates last year. I guess my 2023 wrapped on dating was that I went on some dates and a date with a guy, two dates with a guy in January. Um, that kind of fizzled out, just was not the guy for me, but, you know, got me back into the dating scene and then hung out with the guy from the gym. If you guys remember him, the guy who at the front desk, we, we loved him, but you know, not the vibe at all. Cool guy, a little bit weird. Um, not that cool, honestly. <laughs> but very nice and then went on a date with a guy in April went well planned a second date was in the process of planning a second date ghosted me cool 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 that's fine went into the summer very single did not give a fuck about relationships or anything all summer really just live in my own life I was on hinge here and there but did not really care then this fall I don't think anything happened either I did not kiss a singular man up until new year's eve so i'll get into that in a second but all year did not kiss anybody um was celibate you know all the things just really stepped away from the dating scene and i was i was loving it i was loving my alone time was loving it all but you know went on a few dates then in like november matches this guy on hinge he was 31 which you know it's like what it's eight years older seven years older than me seven eight years older um and so like definitely older but I was really into it he seemed super cool super mature we went on a little coffee date we ended up like walking like four miles we just like got coffee and walked around and honestly it was a great date I had a great time um and so did he and so it was right before I was going on a trip and so I was like okay that's cool we will catch up when I get back from my trip so and my thing was like in my last relationship, I was always texting. Like, we were texting, Snapchatting, like everything so much. And I just hated it. I'm like, I don't want to be texting you all day. I don't actually care that much. And you don't care that much. 
that and i feel like it just leads to just like a lot of complaints like i feel like if i'm texting somebody all day i'm just like complaining and i'm like i don't want to do that so i'm like let's let's not and we like just subconsciously like didn't and so it was like even when the first few days started talking before a date it was like we wouldn't really talk for i don't know like majority of the day maybe we catch up that night say a few little things and then like that was it one other date went well then we proceeded to keep in touch over the next few weeks because we wouldn't be able to have our next date for like a week and a half or something till I got back from my trip. And I think it was like after the holidays, after what's it called? Thanksgiving. And so I was like, okay, cool. We will just do that. Whatever. I'm on my trip. Like we're chit chatting a little bit. Things, things did get a little steamy one night, but you know, there was like flirting, there was chatting. It was, it was fun. I was like, okay, cool end up having to reschedule our date over the next like three weeks we had to reschedule our dates like two or three times because he was sick both times and I was like giving him the benefit of the doubt like I was like I totally get it he was like I am just like on my deathbed right now I feel like shit he's like I'm so sorry but he cut and I was like okay kind of just like kept putting the ball in his court because I'm like I'm not gonna get strung along by this man like if you're not into it and you're just trying to come up with an excuse like then just say you don't want to go and so he ended up every single time would be the one to reschedule the date so i'm like okay clearly he's into it if he's the one that's rescheduling clearly he cares clearly he wants to actually hang out and then finally like the third time he rescheduled um we didn't talk that must have been when it was over thanksgiving that's when it was so this is like the beginning of the month that we started talking i went on some trips blah blah blah. then the last date was supposed to be right before thanksgiving and then we had to reschedule till after thanksgiving and i was like okay fine like i was like with my family but it's like, I don't really have anything to talk. Like, we just like had nothing to talk about because I don't want to get to know you via text. Like, I want to have conversation face to face. So it was just like really drawn out over like three weeks that I I was just really bored. But I was like, it's fine. Like, I'm going to give him a chance. Like, it's fine. And so then we don't talk really much over Thanksgiving. Totally fine with that. Like, it would be like one or two texts a day. And then that weekend we like didn't talk for like 24 hours i was like okay cool not a big deal but then the date was supposed to be monday night and he was supposed to come over for dinner and so sunday i think it was like afternoon i texted him i was like hey like we still on for monday and this man just never answers mind you we've been talking and he's like for three weeks now and planning a second date and he just doesn't fucking answer yeah this was sunday at noon i said hey still planning on dinner for tomorrow never answered and i was like you know what in our last text before that was like friday night and i was like fuck this like i am not you don't get to do this you don't get to string me along i'm kind of bending over backwards here to reschedule multiple times during a time where like i don't really have much free time i've been going back and forth blah 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 so i'm talking to my friends about it and i was like i'm not letting this man get away with this like i'm gonna i don't i don't care in the sense that like I don't even know if I liked him. I just wanted to go on a second date with him to see if I liked him. Like we had good banter. Things like seemed really cool. He he seemed cool. I don't know. And so I'm like, I want to give him a second chance. Like I want to give him a second date. And so I ended up texting him and I said, I definitely expected a little more maturity when it comes to ghosting on plans from someone in their 30s. Your lack of consi- your lack of consistency at this point is honestly just unattractive to me. I wish you the best and thanks again for coffee. Man's never answered. And I'm okay with that. I'm like, you know what? I got my little piece out that I needed to get out. I said my said my piece and I'm okay with that. But I'm just like, what? Why? I don't understand. Why would you 
why like it's a waste of your time to talk to me for weeks like you're also 31 no fucking wonder you're single at 31 because you can't even have the maturity to answer me like I'm 23 and I feel like I'm being more mature here so that was that little situation I was like all right I'm gonna go back to not talking to anyone again honestly better and more chill and more enjoyable than going on dates and so literally again had no plans to talk to anybody and then I end up matching with this guy on hinge again another man on hinge I need to I really just need to get away from hinge but whatever match with this guy and I realize wait let me double check hold on okay okay so he liked my photo on hinge and this is this is where it gets funny so this guy we're gonna call him John he <laughs> I have matched with this man probably like five times on multi like between hinge tinder and bumble we've probably matched like five or six times over the last like two years since since I've been single and on like the west side of the state and so we've matched multiple times and the last time we matched I think was on it was like bumble or tinder or something and it was literally probably last spring and it was I know it was before the summer and I was like I was I like made a joke I was like dude how many times do we have to match before you're gonna hang out with me or something and we like had this little bit going that we were like all right, guess we got to match one more time before we can actually hang out. And he's like, all right, see you next time. I'm like, okay, whatever. And like made a joke out of it. So anyway, this man likes my photo on Hinge. And now it's been what, like eight months since the last time we matched. And I'm like, oh my fucking God, are you kidding? He's back again. And so I said, oh, look, John's back for another match. And he goes, is this the time we get married now? I said, I would say so. That would make the most sense. He said, you said five times, right? This is the fifth one, right? I said, yep, marriage time now. And I'm like, okay, love that this man is giving me some banter. Love that he's joking. Love that he actually remembered the fact that we matched so many times before. He said, perfect. Perfect. Are you proposing or do I have to? I said, I prefer to be properly courted, romantic proposal and all. He said, ugh, fine. I'll do my best to propose to you and surprise and wow you at the same time. I said, beautiful. Can't wait. Do you think we should go on a first date first or we should just jump to the proposal the second we meet? Because here's my thing. If we're going to chit chat, I want to go on a date. Like... I just want to plan a date immediately because if you don't want to plan the date immediately, then it, it shows like you don't give a fuck. And so like I'm over it. Like I'm not going to say like the fact that I wasted three weeks and not that that's that big of a deal. It's not like we were talking every moment, but like wasting three weeks on that guy, like it's just so annoying. I'm like kind of not that my hopes were like super up, but it was like, okay, like I'm, I'm not really super interested in talking to anybody else right now. Like I want to go on a date with this guy and it's not because I'm like head over heels for him by any means, but it's just that like I can barely juggle one person let alone two and so I'm just like anytime I talk to a guy start talking to somebody I'm like I'm just gonna go ahead first like let's get a date going okay and so that was when I said do you think we should go on date first or we should jump straight to the proposal he said I think date first that way you can decide if you want to divorce me later later I said okay perfect you read my mind is this where you finally asked me on a date he said you told me I couldn't wait I couldn't until the fifth time we match and now I have to do everything question mark and I said John are you free Tuesday we should go on a date he said gasp I could be I said well I think you should be because I leave for a workshop on Wednesday so this was like what on Sunday I think and he said leaving me so soon Morgan I said don't worry I'll always come back he said where's my lover going told him Putacana said it was a work trip blah 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 and then I was like I said okay I'm going to bed but I'm going to send you my number and you can text me tomorrow if you want to get coffee or a drink or fight crime or whatever the fuck on Tuesday sent him my number so send him my number and I'm expecting like it's like 10 30 I needed to go to bed 
I'm heading to bed. Kind of just expected this man to text me the next day and we'd, you know, get it figured out. Um, he immediately texts me and says, what a funny number. And then he said, I say a little drink because I'm going to be nervous. And I said, okay, whatever you say. Then we were just saying random shit about him saying my number was funny. And I said his was and blah, blah, blah. And he said, aren't you supposed to be asleep? I said, yes, I've been distracted. He said, um, I said, where do you want to get a drink? He said, I don't know. I suggested a place. And I and he was like, oh, I like that area. I said, okay, let's do post off. And he said, let's get freaky there then. So that was like, I went to bed because the conversation was over. We planned the date, whatever. The next afternoon I said, Slay, can't wait. Just let me know what time works for you. And shout out to all of my friends who keep yelling at me for texting Slay, saying that that's the reason that this man ended up ghosting me. I don't really give a fuck, okay? I'm going to say Slay. I say it in real life. I'm going to say it via text. So I said, can't wait. Just let me know what works for you. This was Monday afternoon. Mind you, we were planning on Tuesday night okay no worries not that worried that he didn't text me so tuesday afternoon i said still getting freaky tonight or should i cancel the honeymoon man's never fucking answers so two for two morgan's ghosted again and i'm like what the fuck like do i have please ghost me written in big bold letters on my fucking forehead i don't understand so if you're a man listening to this give me some fucking insight because i just don't get it like, again, do I even know if I like this man? No, but we had good banter. That's really attractive to me. Like, I love a man that can flirt. I love a man that can joke. And I'm like, you, you had me going. You had me excited. And then you just ghost me. I just don't understand why we can't just say, hey, I actually don't want to go on a date. I wish you the best of luck. Like, where did the honesty go? Where did the honesty go in this fucking world? Where... Why can't we just say what we what we feel? Why can we say what we're thinking rather than just ghosting people? And mind you, I am preaching to the choir. Or no, what is that? What is the phrase? I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> I'm a big fucking hypocrite when it comes to this because here I am with a million unanswered texts and emails ignoring all of my obligations and responsibilities. So where do I have room to talk? I probably don't. And I have ghosted multiple men in my time of flirting and dating but I don't want to be ghosted okay I want you to be more mature than me I want a mature man I thought that if I talked to men in their 30s it would make them more mature well turns out it does not because maybe there's a reason they're in their 30s and they're still single and that's mean that's not what I mean I don't mean that it's their fault that they're single but it could be I have plenty of girlfriends in their 30s who are single and it's not because of their fault because women are superior and they don't really do anything wrong but if a man is in his 30s he probably is the problem and I stand by everything I just said anyway then we have another man come along and this is New Year's Eve okay let me set the scene it's New Year's Eve did you know you're gonna get such an in-depth look at my dating life because I did not know I was gonna get this in depth but we're, we're just diving in I'm not even getting that in depth there's like so many details I'll never spill on here because I have family that listen to this and you can't know everything, okay? Sorry. Um, but anyway, New Year's Eve, I go out, me and my roommate Delaney, and we are ready to get freaky, ready to have a night out on the town. But the thing was, Haley and her friends that we were going with, they had tickets to this event and we did not. So Delaney and I said, you know, we're going to go early. We're going to 
we're gonna the doors don't open till nine but let's just like head downtown at like 7 30 we'll see what the if there's a line what it looks like maybe we'll get a drink somewhere else like we'll make a whole night of it okay Haley or Delaney and I head downtown like 7 30 we go to this restaurant and the thing was it was like at an event center that was a part of the restaurant so we didn't know where the entrance was all this stuff we go into the restaurant we're waiting in line to get a table because there was no line outside yet for the event and so we're like let's just like get a table get a drink or go to the bar get a drink whatever and so as we're standing in line this like these two really really tall dudes come in they look like late 20s early 30s maybe and they're like are you still wait like are you guys just waiting i was like yeah we've been just standing in line waiting we haven't even seen a hostess yet and they're like damn okay yeah yeah so that was like the extent of our conversation. He, Delaney and I end up just giving up on this. We go outside. We end up getting in line. We got a drink outside. It was fine. We're having the ball of a good time. And we get into the place at like nine. It's the super cute little like event center. I don't know. She's cute. They're, everybody's partying. Everybody's drinking. I had did not plan to get drunk. I've been in my kind of sober era. And I was like, I'm not getting drunk I'll have a couple drinks max, but that's it. Well, of course I end up getting drunk on accident because my one drink had me tipsy. My second drink had me drunk and my third drink, Haley got me a double. So gone. I'm literally drunk. And we get down there. This is only I'm on my second drink. And then I see the guy from in line earlier. And again, like I said, he looks like definitely late 20s, early 30s, like definitely older. And he's just huge. Like, he's so fucking tall. Like, there's a very large man. And he comes over and he's like, hey, you guys made it in. I'm like, oh, yeah. So me and he, me and Delaney are standing there talking to him and his, um, I think his brother. And I don't remember if there's anybody else there. I think it was just us four. We're chit-chatting, kind of flirting. I'm like, okay, he's kind of hot. Like, he's tall, whatever. And I, Delaney was definitely not into it. And I do not blame her. I would not have been into it. So she dips off. And I'm like, okay, cool. I end up hanging out with them, chit-chatting, and he's definitely flirting with me, a lot of eye contact. I'm like, okay, okay. Kind of was just like, all right, I'm going to go hang out with my friends, ditched him. This is like nine o'clock, right when we got there. And then around like 1130, I head back over to him. I'm drunk now. And I like, I'm like, hey, how you been? How's your night? I'm like, how's your night? And he's like, oh, like good. So we start chatting and flirting. And long story short, he is my New Year's Eve kiss. And like I said, large, large man. Like this man is probably what, six five? I actually have no idea. I'm just totally guessing. But big guy, okay? And we made out. I'm not one to make out in front of people anymore. I just think it's really cringy. It's kind of gross, but we made out every I feel like everybody's probably making out at midnight. I don't know. And he tried to get me to go home with him. I said no. He wasn't super pushy. I don't know. Anyway, he's like, at least, like, let me give you my number. And I'm like, oh, okay, fine. So I get his number. Oh, my God. <laughs> I forgot the key piece that I learned. In this time, I learned that he was, in fact, 37. He was not 30. He was 37. So after I kissed this guy, he's 37. I'm just like grossed out. I'm like, how did I, why did I kiss a man that is what, 14 years older than me? I'm like, that is so gross. Like it just, maybe it isn't gross. I don't know. But he just was kind of freaking me out and I just kind of got grossed out by him. And then I was like, I'm just done here. So 
I don't know. That, that was that. And he ends up texting me the next day and then is like trying to flirt with me. And I'm just like, buddy, you got to let when good things happen. It's like when you're out when you're out at night and it's midnight and you're having the best night of your life and everybody's just a perfect amount of drunk and you're like, oh my God, let's make this night last forever. And then you try to push the night till 2 a.m. And then the night ends up ending shitty because you tried to push and like get all the goodness out of the night, but like the night was already good. You could have just ended on a good note. I feel like that's what he's doing. It's like, no, buddy, like the vibes are over. We made out for a minute, whatever. It's not that deep. Like don't text me. Then he finds me on Instagram. He follows my Instagram. He's like sliding up on my Instagram stories. Haven't answered any of them. And he continues to. Then I have nightmares about this man that he's going to stalk me. And I'm like, I got to block him. So still need to block him. I haven't done yet. He hasn't slid up on my stories in a few days. But yeah, that was my New Year's Eve kiss. Am I proud of that? Not necessarily. It was my first kiss in like a year. Literally a year. My last kiss before that was like December 2022. So Maybe it was just I needed to, you know, get back on the horse. Just kiss a guy. Fuck it. Not proud, but not, not, not proud. Does that make sense? I don't know. Anyway, that's the update on my love life. Other than that, she's non-existent. We are on Hinge, on Tinder, on Bumble, all the things, but nothing really crazy. Hopefully that was entertaining. I don't know why it took me 20 minutes to explain to you my dating life, but that's what it is. It's not even that exciting either. Hopefully you guys are having better luck in your love life, but I'm okay with the luck in my love life. Honestly, does getting ghosted not when I got ghosted both times, it didn't hurt necessarily. I'm just like, what? Like, why are you ghosting me? I am a full package deal right here. And you have the audacity to ghost me? Makes no sense. Anyway, other than that, I am in my de-influencing era and really trying to stop spending money on stupid shit. I feel like I'm so tired of the overconsumption of influencers and social media and everybody posting about you need this, you need this, you need this. And I tried, I've been trying, you know, to be on my content game and like be in my content creation era. But it's like every time I go to everybody tells me like, I feel like everybody's just posting about like things to buy. I don't want to post about things to buy. So I just proceed to not post but then it's like oh if you're working with brands and want to work with brands and like create UGC content, like you have to basically create content that sells I don't know how I feel about all that so really just trying to be more cognizant of my purchases and not be spending money on things that are so fucking unnecessary just because an influencer said you need this because I don't need that I really just don't okay and I think with that pisses me off that I see these influencers that I love and I think are really cool but I'm like why why do you need so much stuff like I just I understand you get sent free PR and like you end up with stuff but I'm just so tired of seeing everyone just consuming 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 and I'm like you're buying everything brand new you don't buy anything secondhand like it just is kind of gross to me and that's how I feel about it um which I feel like kind of goes into my ins and outs for 2024 so if you've been on if you've been on TikTok you've probably seen people posting about their ins and outs and I feel like it's time that you hear mine I kind of just threw this list together from things that I saw on TikTok and things that I had thought of, but I feel like there's probably other things that I didn't really think of to put on the list, but we're just going to go for it. I'm going to explain some of them and blah, blah. We'll start with our ins, okay? First in for 2024, de-influencing, as I just talked about. 
let's de-influence each other, okay? We do not need that brand new TikTok viral crisscross chair because the chair that you have that you got for free or that you got for $10 at the thrift store works just fine. Does my chair match my desk perfectly? No, it does not, but I love her. Number two, loud budgeting. I saw this little phrase on TikTok and I'm kind of obsessed with it. Instead of everybody being, what is it, like quiet luxury, everybody saying loud budgeting. And I'm like, I love this because I need to be budgeting more and I need to be more loud about it. And I need everybody to know so that, because that's the thing is, I feel like we want to like stay quiet on our thoughts sometimes like, oh, I don't want to like either make anybody uncomfortable or like, but what, what is everybody else doing? Nobody else cares if what they shove down our throats, everything on social media, like nobody cares. If you're listening to this, I don't care what I shove down your throat. Clearly I'm talking about all my opinions. I'm not mad at anybody else for what they're posting. I just need to be more cognizant of who I'm following and what kind of information I am letting into my life. And I think you have to do the same. So if what I'm saying is bothering you, then you should just limit your consumption of what I say. And I'm not offended. You got to do what's best for you. And that's what I got to do. And I need to be more loud about my budgeting era because when other people are loud about their budgeting era, that makes me want to be like them. All we want is to feel seen and heard and like we're a part of something. And so when everyone is buying the TikTok viral crisscross applesauce chair, do you know what I'm talking about? I hope you do. More for example, everybody's buying the ultra mini Uggs. That makes me want to buy them because everybody is everybody that I see is posting about them and how you need them. But if I see it, then a video that's like, dude, you do not need these. They're not better than anything else. Just use the slippers or the shoes that you already have. I'm like, oh, you're right. I don't need those. So we're going to be loud about our budgeting, loud about our de-influencing and make it known that that's the era that we're in because then it's going to influence other people to do that and maybe the overconsumption will come to a head in is cozy nights at home and just embracing huga i talked about huga before i did a whole episode on it if you haven't listened to it it's from last winter you should go listen to it because i'm all about the huga vibes okay everything huga if you don't know huga is it's like the danish practice of embracing comfy cozy things essentially and that's been like a huge huge goal for me in the winter is like I want to be comfy I want to be cozy I want to have blankets everywhere I want to have ambient light everywhere I want to have candles lit all over the house I want the coziest clothes to wear while I'm at home I want fuzzy slippers I want cozy little hobbies that I can do like crocheting and air dry clay projects just like things that make winter more fun which I'm going to jump to an out for a second because it goes along with that, which is trying to live a summer life in the winter, which I just saw somebody say it like that on TikTok, but I've been trying to like put words to that since last year. And I feel like that's what it is. When when you're trying to live your summer life in the winter, you're not embracing the seasons. Like there's a reason that we have seasons, the na- nature experiences it, we should experience it. Winter is for hibernating, is for coziness, is for huga. And when you're trying to live this like summer life where it's, you don't want seasonal depression. So you're trying to schedule something every night of the week. It's like that makes me more anxious when I have something going on every night of the week in the winter. In the winter, I want to be hibernating. I want to be rotting and not rotting in a bad sense in like the best sense. I want to spend my days at home when I can and be sitting here cuddled up podcasting and crocheting and watching movies and working from home. To me, 
that is like embracing winter and then finding a winter sport that you love or a winter activity that you love. For me, that's snowboarding. So can't wait to start doing that again now that it's finally snowing. And you gotta just understand that you're not meant to live a summer life in the winter. Obviously, seasonal depression is a thing and I am blessed where I have a job that I don't have much to do in the winter. And the thing is, I used to look at that as like a con. I'm like, this is such a negative thing that I don't have anything to do in the winter. I have been looking forward to January for so long. I started with a new therapist this week and had my first session with her yesterday. And I was explaining that I was like, typically I'm like super depressed in the winter. I thought I hated winter. I thought I hated the cold. And don't get me wrong. I'll probably be over it by March. But I love the winter where I can slow down and just like enjoy my life and like enjoy all the tiny little things and making food at home, making homemade cinnamon rolls making air dry clay projects and crochet projects and painting and doing literally all these house projects like just redecorating going thrifting and then coming home and like doing things with all the new thrift finds I don't know finding things to do in your home and making your home a cozy space is such a big thing and I think part of that is now I've moved into this new house and like while I said my last house was obviously so cute and so cozy this house is mine and Haley's it's ours but it's our stuff it's our space we're curating it from the ground up and making it exactly what we want and so we have all of our ambient light we have all our cozy seating we have plants all over we have all my cute little decor like we are making this house such a cozy home and I think that is just such a necessity even if you're not an aesthetic person having an environment that your body feels safe and comfortable in and where like I look around and I'm like oh that's so cute that's so cute and that doesn't make me materialistic it makes me understand that my environment has an impact on the kind of day that I have and the kind of mood that I'm in and so if you haven't put any effort into curating your home and making it a cozy space so that you can enjoy the winter you should do that because cozy nights are in for 2024 okay huga is in another in is decaf coffee caffeine makes me so anxious and i tried to say that it doesn't and i would just drink it anyway but lately i've only been drinking decaf if i do have caffeine and every time i drink caffeine i am like my chest pain it's almost like i have chest pain like my heart is racing i feel like through the roof and i'm like no 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 so decaf coffee is in and over caffeinating yourself is out cooking at home is also in that's always been an in for me but it's just even more in now because i you know i'm in this new house and need to christen the new kitchen and get used to the new kitchen and do lots of cooking in there so i just made homemade cinnamon rolls and they're literally the greatest thing i've ever tasted in my entire life so you should be cooking at home and let me and my new roommate we are having all these like cozy little nights at home this week cooking dinner together making our little mocktails tonight like it is such a sleigh so cook at home also you're saving money you're loud budgeting by making your meals at home so it just it all goes hand in hand I already mentioned this but in is crocheting and air dry clay projects I've made a couple air dry clay trinket dishes that I am obsessed with I'm genuinely obsessed with them they're the cutest thing I've ever seen and now that I'm talking about it I want to make another one tonight the problem is you gotta decide what you want to make 24 hours in advance and so you can paint it the next night and so it's like i'm in the mood to paint one tonight but i gotta like actually make one tonight so maybe i'll make one tonight we'll watch a movie but crocheting air dry clay projects any sort of in-home little hobby like that is in another in is shopping secondhand if you don't know i started a new 
business called Hope Co. Resale, where I'm selling secondhand and vintage items with my best friend. And so we are really on our secondhand and vintage thrifting grind again. I've always been in that era, but I feel like it's back and better than ever. You don't need to buy everything new. I have been wanting these new little decorations, decor items from around the house. And I'm like, oh, like I should buy that. And it's like, I'm at Hobby Lobby or where was I? I was at this super cute place called Commune and GR, if you know it. Um, they just have like lots of cute, like minimalistic decor items. Anyway, they had these candle holder thingamabobs. What do you call them? Are those candle holders? Votives? Whatever it is. And they're like glass. They're so cute, but they're like 20 bucks a piece. I'm like, I don't know. I go to Salvation Army. I find two for $1.99. Literally nicer than the ones at Commune. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, this is why we thrift. Also, it is just so fulfilling to go to the thrift store and be like, I need to find some like cute brass things for my shelf. You go, you find them. They're less than 10 bucks. You come home. It's like so fulfilling. Maybe you don't find them the first try, but maybe you find them like the fifth try and you're like, oh my God, I finally did it. Like it's, it's so much more fulfilling to be shopping secondhand, whether it's clothes or home decor. And there are some things I will still buy new. I totally get it. But I think for the most part, shopping secondhand is just so superior. Another in is dinner parties and hosting. Now that we got the new house, we will be having dinner parties all the time. Maybe not all the time, but I just love, love, love to cook for people. It is 100% my love language, acts of service for people and cooking specifically. I just love to cook for my friends. Like Haley's like, you don't have to cook dinner for me. And I'm like, no, I know, but I like fully enjoy it. I always cook for my roommates. Like I, if I'm cooking for me, I want to cook for you. I just love to cook for people. So I'm like in for 2024, we are hosting more. We are like going balls to the walls, thrifting cute little things to have fun dinner parties and hosting nights because I just want to prioritize friendships and making new friends and just cultivating the friendships I do have right now. And part of that I think is fun to just like put effort into a fun little dinner party another in is talking to more strangers I need to talk to more people and I talked about it how I was in Alaska and I talked to a bunch of random people and I feel like in Alaska everybody's just so like open and willing to talk and I feel like when I came back here I just immediately am so closed off and when I go out it's it's like habit to not talk to people but I'm really trying to do better about talking to more strangers and I feel like that's when you have the coolest conversation so in is talking to more strangers and is also doing things alone. Got really into that in 2023 and we're going to keep it up. I want to go snowboarding. If somebody can't go, I'm going to go by myself. I want to go camping. Somebody can't go. I'm going by myself. I'm going thrifting by myself. I'm going grocery shopping by myself. I'm hanging out alone by myself on a Friday night because I don't need to be busy 24 fucking seven, especially in the winter. Another in is reading before bed. Need to get back on this grind, but it isn't in. I do feel better when I read before bed rather than scrolling on my phone. Lately, I've been doing Duolingo before bed because another in for 2024 is learning Spanish. I am bound and determined to learn Spanish. I'm going to Puerto Rico in a month. Definitely not going to be fluent by then, but I have a 26-day streak going on Duolingo right now. I feel like I'm learning. And that is an in because Americans were fucking lazy. All we know is English. Then we go somewhere else and we expect them to speak English? Bitch, you're going to their country. They should speak their own language and we should speak their language for them even though English is a very universal language I think that we should all be learning a second language so I'm learning Spanish and I'm committed to this endeavor and I will keep you updated on how it goes another in I have two left in is sending letters to my friends I want to start sending like you know how exciting is to get mail 
Like when somebody sends me mail and I get to open up a letter, I'm like, oh my God, you thought of me? Like that makes me want to sob that somebody would think of me long enough to send me a letter. So tonight, you know what? I'm doing this tonight. I'm going to write a letter to all my friends. I'm going to send them letters. I'll pr- they'll probably sit there for weeks before I actually mail them out. But I just feel like that's so fun. I want to send more snail mail. I want to send more letters. I want to just like embrace the things that are, I was going to say ancestors. <laughs> as if snail mail doesn't still exist and I couldn't send a letter now but seriously I just want to embrace more of the slower things in life and like the more meaningful things I feel like I've been go 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 my whole life and just like balls to the walls always doing everything at full speed talked to my therapist about this yesterday um and I'm just like I want to be more intentional maybe that's my word I need a word for 2024 and I feel like maybe intentional is that Like I want to have specific intentions for the things that I do and not to just be doing things so frivolously all the time, but to also still welcome spontaneity because I love that side of myself. Last in I have written down is do not disturb. If you're not using do not disturb on your phone, you're psychotic. You need to be using it. My phone is, I would say like 75% of the time on do not disturb. I love do not disturb. It's so nice, especially like on a Sunday when you're like, resetting for the week or like weeknights when you're trying to wind down and have an evening to yourself put your fucking phone on do not disturb okay you also can do the other settings where it's like personal work whatever the sleep i don't know use those because those are ins also in i just thought of a sunrise alarm clock if you don't have a sunrise alarm clock but see here we go back into the influencing thing i'm literally saying if you don't have this you need to get it You don't need to get it. (laughs) I'm going to retract a lot of what I just said. If I say you need to get something, you don't need to get it by any means. I'm telling you my experience with it, that it is worth what the money that I spent on it. So for me, spending the money on a sunrise alarm clock was worth it. It was 40 bucks on Amazon. It has been the best purchase I've had for the last like two years. Spending the money on crochet hooks and yarn and air dry clay projects has brought a lot of joy to my life and it could bring joy to yours if that's what you're looking for. But if it's not something you need to add to your life, you don't have to add it. Okay. And like dinner parties, hosting, you don't need to buy anything for those. Like if you, you can use whatever you have at home. I'm not trying to influence you to buy things, but I'm just sharing my experience with the things that I have bought that I've been worth it. Okay, moving on to my outs. I already mentioned this one, trying to live a summer life in the winter. Embrace those winter vibes. Out is impulse spending. Goes along with my loud budgeting, de-influencing. No more impulse spending. I had my year. I Last year, I said, you know what? I'm Last year and a half, honestly. I said, I'm single. I don't have anybody else to worry about in my life. If I want to spend money... I'm going to spend fucking money. And never in my life have I been like that. I've always been a big saver. I've always put a lot of thought into what I've been spending money on. And I got a little bit out of control the last year and a half. I'm not in debt. I'm doing fine. But I could have a lot more money saved than I do because I just, I traveled. I wanted new shoes. I bought them. I wanted a new hat. I bought it. Like I didn't really think twice about things that I wanted. And I think there can be a beauty in that. But I also think that it's time to come back to reality to get back on a little bit more of a saving grind and realize that impulse spending, new things don't make you happy. The dopamine hit lasts for about 10 seconds and then it's over. So we got to get out of our impulse spending. 
Another out is alcohol. I'm not saying I'm going fully sober. I am doing dry January right now. Have not had a drink yet and very proud of that. Feel good about that. Um, so we're going to keep going and kind of just see. My goal is dry January. Then we'll see where it goes after that. I think that I feel better in general without drinking alcohol. I also know that it's better for my PCOS symptoms and trying to get my health figured out because that's still on the rocks and I'm still trying to figure all that out. Um, side note, I am now taking 10 days of progesterone to try and induce a period because I haven't had a period in uh, literally a year. So any of my PCOS girlies, you know, the struggle. So hand in hand, alcohol just does not aid that. So an out is just, you know, getting wasted, going out too late and drinking too much, too much. I just don't want to drink too much anymore. I want to, I want to keep it, keep it casual. And at home, like I, I, I was, had a little era there where I was like having a glass of wine every night and I think that's okay. But I think I just want to be having mocktails. Like I just don't think it's necessary to be having alcohol super often. Another out is going to bed after 11 p.m. Have I gone to bed after 11 p.m.? Probably every single night the last two weeks. Yes. Uh, But we're going to work on that. My goal is to be getting up earlier and going to bed earlier because every time I get up early, I'm so happy that I got up early. But my problem is I work from home and especially now in the winter where I don't have a lot of obligations, it's very hard to force myself to get up. This morning I did have a call at 9 a.m. So I was up at 8, but I wasn't really doing anything until like 8.45 right before my call. I just kind of sat on the couch and I think I did Duolingo and crocheted for a few minutes while Haley got ready for work or something but it's just like every time I wake up super fucking early not even super early I'm just saying I gotta start at like getting up at like seven which means going to bed by like 10 30 at the latest I don't want to be going to bed after 11 in the last few nights I've been go- I went to bed I did go to bed at like 11 20 last night but other than that I've been going to bed at like midnight and I'm like well it's fine I'll still get up at eight and I'll have eight hours of sleep but I just don't feel like it's quality sleep. I feel like I get more better quality sleep when I go to bed earlier. So we are aiming to go to bed before 11. Another out is worrying about other people's opinions. This has been an out our entire lives, but it's just an it's an out for 2024 because why are we caring still? Why are we caring what somebody else thinks of us or the choices that we make when we feel confident? You know yourself. You know your body. You know your brain. You know your gut feelings and your intentions and if you feel good about what you're doing then go with it who gives a fuck what somebody else thinks also a lot of times other people think they don't know what the fuck they're doing either i've realized lately that we're all doing life for the first time your parents the older you get you realize they're not stupid by any means i'm not calling i'm not calling my parents stupid i'm saying that you realize that they're not on the pedestal necessarily that you put them on because they're doing life for the first time too Like they are only speaking from their own experience, just like I'm only speaking from my own experiences. You could be talking to somebody else who has been in a relationship for the last 10 years and they'll say that being in a relationship is the greatest thing ever. I've been single and I love being single. So to me, I'm going to tell everybody they should be single because I love it for myself and we can only pull from our own experiences. And so when you sit here worrying about what other people think, you have to remember that they are only coming from, they're only pulling their opinions from their own experiences and from their perspective and sometimes you have to remember that like while you can take their perspective into perspective you don't have to listen to it and it doesn't have to be something that you follow religiously another out is downplaying your achievements 
I am going to start owning the fuck out of my achievements. Is it going to be hard? Yes. And do I already feel uncomfortable trying to think of any achievements that I've had? Yes. So we're going to kind of skip over this one. But in general, we should stop downplaying them because you're awesome. I'm awesome. And we do awesome things and we should celebrate that. Another out is toxic friends. I got rid of a few friendships in 2023 that I feel like needed to be gone. And I, my life has never been better. I've never felt lighter. Um, and I think that toxic friendships can be just as bad, if not worse than toxic romantic relationships. And so if you have people in your life that you feel like aren't serving you, and I don't want to say sometimes relationships are hard, whether that's a romantic relationship or a friendship relationships can go through phases and just because someone may maybe you're like having a rough patch doesn't mean you need to get rid of that friendship completely but I'm just saying be a little bit more introspective when it comes to your friendships and any relationship in your life and think like is this serving me is this serving them like am I even being good friend to them are we good for each other and if you're not it doesn't mean that they're a bad person or you're a bad person it just means that you're not compatible and that's fine I just feel like we always look at that as like romantic things like, oh, I'm not compatible with them romantically. But are you compatible even with them, like with your friends? I don't know. Something to think about. So out is toxic friendships. Also out being a workaholic started to become out for me in 2023. But we're really, really bringing it back in 2024. I'm going to work. I'm starting my new businesses. I got stuff to do. I'll be doing it, but I'm not going to be a workaholic. I'm going to prioritize myself and my health and my friendships and any relationships in my life without being a workaholic and still getting my work done another out is (laughs) long as fuck hair extensions i am gonna come back to this episode and i hope to god that i stay with this as an out i just took out my extensions yesterday i just manhandled them and took some pliers to my head and took them all out and i am embracing the natural hair i need to embrace the natural hair it's so much better for me i need to grow my hair back out i don't need long as fuck extensions anymore i don't need to look like a fake ass bitch i loved that era for myself i loved the long blonde fake extensions i needed that like i needed that confidence boost i needed that era but i think it's over i think it's time to embrace a little bit more of a natural hair color and some more natural hair maybe i'll maybe i might put a row or two of extensions back in um at like a shorter length like they have been lately but the long as fuck bleach blonde extensions they're out okay and if they're in for you i love that for you i support you but for me they gotta go because i spent a lot of money on them and they were necessary for the time being but i think it's time to just grow up a little for myself and to move on from them as much as i loved them and if you love them i support you another out comparing my life to anybody else Dude, who fucking cares? Like I said, their opinions don't matter. Just because somebody else's life is going on a different path than yours doesn't mean that yours is wrong. We all deserve to have our own path. We all deserve to make our own choices. And whether they're right or wrong doesn't matter as long as you embrace them and own the fuck out of them. It's fine. So stop comparing your life to the person with the the house and the kids and the dog. Now, I got a house and a dog, not my dog, and a roommate, not a husband, but whatever. Seems good to me. Um, another out I have two left following an influencers who value overconsumption goes along with everything I talked about earlier but I just I need to start curating my feed a little bit more to stop consuming so much content that talks about overconsumption because it makes me feel like I need to make things and in that I forgot to mention is making a wish list a running wish list of things that as soon as I think I want it I got to add it to the wish list and then come back to it if I still want it in like a week or two then fine, I can consider it and start saving money for it, but I do not need to just be frivolously buying things. 
And the last out is scrolling TikTok when I wake up. I mean, that's been an out for however long, but I need to actually follow through with it because when I scroll TikTok right when I wake up, I just have such a high dopamine morning then that I'm like craving that all day. I've noticed when I watch TV in like the afternoon or in the morning, I'll be craving TV all day. But if I like don't watch TV, then I'm not craving it. So I don't know. Those are my ins and outs. Let me know what yours are for the year. If Are they the same as mine? Do you got any other ins and outs? DM me because if you have an out that I need to know or an in that I need to know, influence me, okay? Maybe not, don't influence me on overconsumption, but influence me on life things and ways to go about life. Side note, I've also realized that I need to learn more voc- more vocabulary. I feel like my vocabulary has shrunk, shrunk so much I don't even know any big words anymore. I like hyperfit. Like last episode, I said the word incredible a million times. This episode, I don't know particularly what I've said, but I just need more words. I need more words in my vocab. And maybe I need to like learn a new word every day because I just feel like I'm lacking adjectives. Like I go to like say a word to describe something and then I end up saying it was so slay. It was so slay. I love the word slay, but I think there's probably a better word to describe how it was. So I don't know. That's all I got for you guys. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. I know it was a a long one, a doozy, a lot about my love life. And it really wasn't even that much. That's the thing. I talked about my love life for so long and there wasn't even anything exciting to talk about. It's all failed ghostings and dates, but that's okay. I'm happy where I am. But of course, if you guys like this episode, go and leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. You can leave five stars on Spotify. Just leave the rating and reviews and the likes and everything everywhere because it really does help the podcast and I'm getting back into the swing of things. Anyway, I love you guys so much. Thanks for listening. I will talk to you next week. That's all. Bye. Bye.